Have you guys ever been so painfully bored out of your mind that, like, you don't even want to do anything because it just doesn't seem worth it? I'm going through that right now. And I decided to take that and use that to my advantage. We're going to do things now. You know what I mean? So instead of sitting here, being painfully bored, uh, eat dinner, do nothing, doom scroll on my phone, or watch you know YouTube for the remaining hours of the day, and then go to bed, I'm actually going to do something with my life. Um, and that is record the very next episode of the HSM Retrospective. I should really shorten the name, because that's so long. Um, but I'm probably not going to. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, um... Before we actually get into the end of the episode, I, I did want to very quickly just ask. Like, have you guys ever been in a situation where y you're, like, take me for instance. Not five, ten minutes ago, I was just, I was playing a video game. And it was... Very much. Like, it was fun. I, I liked that game. But it wasn't what my brain wanted. You know what I mean? And so, it didn't want that. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to move. I don't want to, like, watch anything. And so, it's like, you know, I have a headache... I am not feeling too great. I should really get more water, which I'll probably do once the episode actually gets started. Um, but, yeah. Like, what do you guys do in that situation? Do you take it in stride and just you know, oh well, continue with the day? Or, like, how do you get out of that? Because I find myself more and more... What was that? Um, Tuesdays are usually my, my day off, and that's when usually when I film, record, <laughs> rather the uh, HFM retrospective uh, episodes because that's the day that works for me. And so... I... Sorry. I... Yeah, like, I, I usually... Either wait until 
not the last minute, but I mean basically the last minute, or I don't do it at all. And I want to stop doing that. How do... What motivates you guys? And I really wish I had another person to, to bounce ideas off of, but again, like, I don't want to talk to anyone and I don't want to be near anyone. And so it's a really bad situation where it's like, hey, I, you know, it's like, I don't want to do anything. It's too late to try and take a nap, even though I'm not receptive to naps at all. Um, because like, if I try now, one, I, it won't happen. And two, it's at that point where if I try and nap now and it actually does work, I will be up for the rest of the night. And I don't really want that. So it's a real predicament that I'm in. Um, but again, I, I'm trying to use it to my advantage as best that I can. So we will have a transition and then I will get back, uh, get into, I should say, the rest of the episode. All right, ladies and gentlemen, a transition has passed. Uh, some time has passed as well. I now have food. So if you hear me sipping and eating some tots, I'm not going to apologize. This is also my dinner time, so <laughs> it is what it is. Anyway, a lot happened this episode. We have a lot to cover. I took many, many, many notes um what no not yet the first thing that we get is the the um, intro recap i almost said preview but that's not what it is um we get the uh, preview by Carlos. He says things. Um, or by Courtney. Oh, fuck. I can't remember now. I didn't write it down. Anyway, the first actual scene we get is uh, everyone, you know, coming to school and going, what the fuck happened to the theater? Because uh, if you recall, uh, there was a giant explosion in the end of the previous episode. Well, it turned out that uh, they fell asleep, they smelled smoke, they pulled the fire alarm, and Benjamin Mazara said, run. So Miss Jen ran. Which I find absolutely hilarious because... I didn't know uh, Ben was like that. He came off to me as someone who is very with the rules, even if it gets him in trouble. And the fact that 
he was like, hey, let's not tell anyone about this. And <laughs> let's just run. Is amazingly hilarious to me. Anyway, so... The fire department has to red tag the whole backstage because of the fire. Costumes were ruined. Props were ruined. And it's absolutely hilarious because this is a series that's much like The Office where they get those, um, like, on-camera bits. where You know, it's the, the character speaking directly to a camera. And Big Red is holding what is clearly an actual... Uh, basketball and he's very much pretending that he made it himself and it plays absolutely hilariously so the next thing we get is there it's after school they're in the cafeteria and and they're they're trying to figure out where the hell to put on this show many options are thrown out One is condemned, one is a massive Starbucks, and Carlos mentions the El Rey, which at first Miss Jen swiftly just ignores and moves on from. Anyone else? Anyone else got an idea it is? (laughs) And um, it turns out that she actually has a history with it, which we will get into a little bit later. Um, we'll see a couple more scenes about the people, you know, running around trying to figure out what the hell to bring to the El Rey because, um, Carlos's uncle is the coordinator for it. And so, you know, he calls him, says, hey, can we use it? Uncle says yes. And so it's go time. EJ, unbeknownst to himself, I guess is carrying the um, show file box. And that has all of the show notes, all of the character profiles, why, who got, you know, what part. And so, um, Carlos takes the box from him. And EJ has this very mischievous look on his face, which we will get into in a bit. This is very disjointed. I love it. I still have fries and an actual, like, chicken sandwich in that bag over there, so. I mean, I'm here all night. But anyway. Also, I don't know how this sounds, so. This could be absolutely amazing and this could be absolutely horrible. I lied. I will apologize. I'm sorry. But hey. So anyway. uh, They actually get to the El Rey. It is in shambles. And my faucet is dripping for whatever reason. We're going to ignore that for the time being. And so. Nini is having a conversation with Courtney. And she feels guilty that she somehow may have caused this because she was thinking about applying to the um, the specialty school, the Youth uh, Actors Conservatory. And so, you know, they have not a fight, but 
it's a very like oh my goodness i am so sorry it's a very like are like you you were going to make me spend senior year alone at east high cuz remember they're all juniors except for gina who's a sophomore which you know it it happens i i i've i've, I've been there Okay, I may actually have to take care of that. Roll with me. We are on the move. It is dripping. It is no longer dripping. We will go back to the couch. Perfect. Right, we're still recording. Okay, good. Awesome. Perfect. Anyway, um, yeah. So we're so we're back. We are back at the couch. Um, where, where the fuck was I? Right. So yeah. Um, they they get sort of. I, I want to say like Courtney gets a little offended that Nini would even think about like leaving, which to an extent is understandable. But you also have to, like, consider that, like, if she really wants to do something, like, she's going to do it regardless. Like, she doesn't really need your permission for it. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> I should stop drinking that friggin' ocean water. Anyway. So, you know, that happens... Um, EJ sneaks off with the box, looks at the file, um, it says things such as the next army hammer, classic try on paper, and then immediately after that says, lacks emotional connection to the material, which, I mean, hey, you know, we never really figure out why he wanted the part and i know that sounds a little confusing because like we know that okay here let me do this uh nini wanted the part because it was finally her time to play a lead role she wanted it because she had played Marion the librarian at um her acting camp and then you know she she felt that she was ready for it and so that's why she went for the lead role Gina wanted it because she felt she needed to have it Ricky went for the lead for Nini to to like get her back it's never really <sighs> his plan makes no sense 
but you know, he, he he was doing a thing. Anyway, yeah. So we never really figure out why EJ wanted the the part. Which is fine. But, you know. And so he reads that and he's immediately all sulky. And so the rest of everyone else is trying to prep the the Elrite to even have a show. And so uh, what happens is that Miss Jen has uh, Ricky and Nini go somewhere to practice the roof uh, top scene. It's been a minute and she needs them show ready. And so they go off. We get a scene with Ash and Big Red where they get a little bit more talk time. You know, Natalie Bagley was supposed to be their stage manager. She was, for some reason, getting her wisdom teeth out. Which ultimately confuses me because Natalie is the type of person to be introduced and then immediately, like, not be useful. Like, she's still in the show. We still get these moments with her. Granted, she's in the background. But when it matters, she's never really there. You know what I mean? There were, I think at this point, two or one other instance where she was not there where she needed to be. Um... But, so anyway, um, it is tasked to Big Red to do all of that stage manager stuff. Um, he needs to figure out the lighting situation, and there's this great moment between him and... And Ash. That's very cute. Go watch it. I'm not gonna explain it here. Now, we cut back to... Uh, Ricky and Nini, they also get more talk time as well. The, their communication does not go well. They're very aggressive towards each other. Which is never good. And so, you know, they get their spat out of the way. Page 42? I, uh, it was a particular page. I can't remember the number. I could probably go back, but I don't want to. Um, and so we cut back to, you know, no lights. And they just need bodies to, you know, block everything. Make sure that they can, you know, see what it looks like. It's a tech rehearsal. They're just going through the motions at this point. And so, you know, she just need body she just needs bodies. EJ volunteers to be Troy. Carlos is tasked with being Gabriella. And EJ overacts his fucking heart out. And everyone is fucking confused. Including the audience. At least I was. Because like 
they get through the scene and it's like he's like overacting and miss jen is like are you sick <laughs> and then um everyone either thinks he's sick or he's having an allergic reaction which is amazing it's a it's, it's a great scene go please go watch it Anyway, we cut back to the main fucking characters <laughs> of Ricky and Nini. They go off book um, with the scene, which is, remember in kindergarten when you met someone and you were instantly best friends? Singing with that, <laughs> singing with you felt like that. That's why I'm not an actor or a theater person. I can't remember shit for shit. That's why I write notes. <laughs> and even then, they're not great notes. But anyway, they talk uh, about a lot of stuff. They talk about kindergarten when Ricky couldn't pronounce Nini's name. And it turns out that up to this point, her name was actually Nina. Mind blown. Legitimately. I, when I first watched this, I went through the episodes up to this point just straight up believing that her name was Nini. I had no other indication, no other thought crossed my mind that her name was anything else but Nini. And then they dropped this on me and I'm like, her name is Nina? What? Like, it just didn't seem real. It didn't seem... I was like, what? I mean, okay, I guess. They also um, talk about Ricky's name uh, being Richard until first grade, where Nini says, you know, no one under 50 is allowed to be named Richard, or should be named Richard, she said. Um, she couldn't look at him. And, you know, so they get a lot of uh, memories flooding back about um, Ricky microwaving Nini's Barbie one year, uh, him taking out the lemonade stand, him uh, eating moldy bread for a science project. Not for the science project. She was doing a science project on moldy bread, and he ate it. For whatever the fuck reason. I, I don't... Kids will be kids, I suppose. I, I don't know. Um, and then he idiotically brings up the whole song thing. And he... Like, I understand. You know, you were reminiscing. It was like, oh yeah, and you remember when I couldn't say I love you when you wrote me that song? immediately kills mood just kills mood and so you know she gets flustered she hits this um piano that's next to her and she's like uh we should warm up our voices in case we have to sing that's yeah that's that's it which yeah okay fine and so they start you know, it, I mean, it cuts, but they, they start doing that thing. 
Courtney gets voluntold um, to sing for um, microphone levels. Uh, she sings very well and blows the whole sound system of the El Rey Theater. Which... I don't know what that says about the quality of of uh, Courtney's voice or the quality of the sound system in this fucking theater, but it says something. And so as soon as that happens, uh, Miss Jen's going, like, off the deep end. She's like, oh my, like, everything is falling apart. Like, I, I can't deal with this. So she tells Carlos to have everyone clear the fucking theater. I need a minute. And so, you know, he tells everyone to take a long five, question mark. <laughs> you know, they're not really sure what's going on. So immediately after, uh, Carlos confronts EJ about looking at the show files. And, you know, they get into uh, they get into it as well. And they they're basically trading verbal blows of like, you know, Carlos says, you do have a way of acting that doesn't seem uh, entirely authentic. And immediately after, EJ's like, well, what about that Forest of Boys situation? And, like, he's like, that concept just needed time. Uh, it's so great. Um, and so, you know, Everyone after that, uh, Ashlyn goes up to Miss Jen, and she's standing in front of a particular seat in this theater, and she, uh, Ashlyn is like, "Hey, you okay? I don't like. It's not a secret. Like something's up, right?" And so <laughs> she's like, "This is where I was sitting." And Ashton's like, for what? And she's like, the premiere of the original high school musical movie. And we learn that she actually had a part in that movie, which got cut. All, it was the, it was, I don't even know where it would properly be in the timeline, and that's probably why they fucking cut it. It was one line about that being the last apple. The line is, is that the last apple? I don't know where the fuck you would put that. I don't know why you would... Where would you fit that in, in the original movie? I don't... Like, I understand why they cut it. Anyway, so we get a flashback of her sitting there. The line is cut. And she straight up goes off the deep end and is like, wait, where's my line? Like, I'm in the movie. Like, did anyone hear that? Where, what? She has to be like forcefully escorted out. And so Ashlyn gives Miss Jen her crystals and tells her to use them however feels right. Which doesn't make any sense. To me, at least. I'm sure to someone else who's in that thing, it would make sense to them. I don't know how crystals are supposed to help in this situation. Um, I mean, hey, you know, 
tell me, I suppose. I, I don't... I don't know. But, anyway. Um... Hold on, I am not looking at my notes, so I have no clue what's next. <laughs> I was trading out the finished tots. For the unfinished fries. Alright, so we cut back. We cut back to the only characters that matter. And they are performing scales on the piano. You know the do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, da thing? Um, but it's the mi, 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 mi. That thing. And so, Ricky jokes about the nini thing in the scales. And then, you know, she tells him to focus. And then they look at each other intensely. And they almost do the thing. And then Big Red has to be the fucking cock block about it. He comes barging in and says, Hey guys, since Miss Jen's going through her midlife crisis or whatever, or her mental breakdown or whatever, we're thinking of ordering a pizza. You okay with vegan cheese? And I was like, dude, if you had come in like a minute later, we would have been fine. In fact, I want to do a very intense project. I want to do two parallel time, not two parallel timelines. I want to do two timelines. One that goes back to the beginning and fixes it from the start. And then a second one that fixes it at every fucking point where it needs to be fixed. That probably won't come until after season four comes out. Because I don't want to get to the end. Realize that some stuff contradicts the stuff that I did in the beginning. And that we'll get into it. Don't worry. It it'll it'll happen. Anyway, so after that shamble happens, we cut back to Miss Jen having a literal mental breakdown. Um, she's very daisy and confused. She mistakes a mannequin for um Ashlyn. And doesn't know if the crystals are working. Gets freaked out by said mannequin. Falls. Hits her head. Probably knocking herself out. And then has a contractually obligated dream sequence with Lucas Grubiel. Which, you know, as you do. I think it's a really good scene. That happens. That's really nice. It features the cast of, um, of East High. All of the kids, you know. Good scene, good scene. But as she's going through this, right at the end, one of the best scenes that you have ever seen takes place. And it's shot 
absolutely amazingly. Because she's coming down. Like, in the scene, she's walking down. And she's singing. And then we see this hand, like, come across the screen, you know, from the edge of the screen, come across and, like, smack her. And then it smash cuts to, like, actual real life. Like, her on the ground. Like, ow. And Carlos slaps the ever-living shit out of her. Chef's kiss. My goodness. And so, she wakes up and she's like, I'm the teacher. And so, he's like, oh, fuck. And so, they, they have a back and forth. She's like, I know where we need to go. And he's like, Broadway? And she's like, back to East High. And he's like, how hard did I hit you? <laughs> oh, God, it's amazing. <laughs> And so, the ending is everyone leaving East High in various spirits. We get a scene with um, Ricky and Big Red where there's, like, this silent conversation happening uh, between them. And Ricky's just like, we'll talk about it in the car. We will talk about it in the car. Like, don't say a word. We will talk about it in the car. My guess is they don't talk about it in the car (laughs) because it never fucking gets brought up again. About how they almost kissed. Which really frustrates me. Um, but we get a scene with Nini and Courtney. About how, you know, Nini's like, hey, I heard I heard that you sang. Um, you know, compliments and all that. And Nini legitimately is just like, I almost did something. Well, she doesn't say what she did, but she's like, oh, I almost did something really stupid. And it's like, ouch, that hurts. First of all. (laughs) Second of all, that still hurts. Like, no, I'm I'm not going to let you do that. That's not, no. Mm -mm, That's mean. And so it ends with Courtney being all suspicious and calling the youth, the youth actors conservatory number line thing. And so that'll come into play later. Anyway. biggest thing that I wanted to, to discuss with this episode did happen to be the fact that, you know, they almost kissed, and the fact that their communication is not good. Which, like... I will say this forever and always... It always goes back to that very first episode where we learned that their communication problems started with Ricky being Ricky. Which makes me think, one, 
how have they lasted? Or, I'm sorry, I should rephrase. How had they lasted the year, almost year, that they were together? Because remember, she says, happy almost one year anniversary. So it wasn't even their one year anniversary yet. Which stings even more. But, you know. But anyway. Yeah. Also, Big Red, fuck you. Fuck you. I, I... In this episode, in that particular scene, I don't like you. Rest of the season, rest of the show, love you. This scene, why? Why did you have to do that, man? Why? Legitimately, if you had come in like two minutes after, we would have been fine. The timeline would have been intact. We would have been so much better than we are now. Why did you have to do that, man? Anyway, as you can tell, I'm a little frustrated. With all of that being said, thank you for joining me here. Hope to see you next week. Or, I'm going to see if I can put out another episode this week. We'll see. I am going to finish my dinner. Hope you all have a wonderful night. Rest of your week. I have no more words to say. Goodbye. <laughs>